the Friday edition of the Bill Michael Show. We made it. We made it. Loving it. How are we looking? Hopefully, uh, you are kicking back, relaxing, chillaxing, enjoying the day. Getting ready for uh, what promises to be, at least it looks to be, a uh, beautiful weekend. I know uh, a little bit of inclement weather could possibly go through tomorrow, but Sunday looks fantastic. Today looks awesome. Uh, maybe you're heading into uh, the Milwaukee area for uh, the uh, the big gig, Summerfest. Enjoy. Otherwise, maybe you're heading to the lakes or a motorcycle ride or fishing or whatever it happens to be. It's going to be a great weekend. Or maybe playing some golf. Ben, Kenny, you're probably dragging ass at this point after doing all the hours that you are doing, but uh, are you doing any golf this weekend? I don't plan on it. No, unfortunately. A uh, okay. little, little bit of travel. I, You know, I, I'm tired. I've been playing a lot recently. I actually got out. We talked about this on Wednesday. I got out on Tuesday with my buddy when it was upper 90s, and we thought it'd be oh, a boy. fun idea if we just walked nine in, in, yeah. in that setting. It wasn't that fun, but it did create show content, and that's what <laughs> life is about, right? We saw some dudes without their shirts on, right. so came in the next day. Talked oh, about. is that is that was uh, was that when you were talking about uh, what it uh, what you shouldn't do where you shouldn't wear your shirt? No, it's as places in society where we need to reform our code of ethics once it gets to a hundred degrees, where oh, okay. it should be acceptable to perform acts shirtless, and the golf okay. course is one of those. Gotcha, gotcha. I was wondering where that came from. I never heard the entire story, so now I've got more context to it because I'm thinking to myself. Did this just come to you in a dream? <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. Know, just, just dudes running around shirtless, all oiled up or something. I'm like, damn, man, is there something we need to know, you know? So I'm like, where did this come from, you know? Uh, though now, now I get the context. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot. Unless you're in a pool. Unless you're in a pool, that's about it. There's not many dudes walking around with uh, shirtless bods. You know what I mean? And uh, here's the other thing. I understand, uh, I'm going to say this right now, I understand that we live in the northern climate. You cannot go shirtless anywhere else but poolside if you have the same skin tone as Ebo, because the man is transparent. (laughs) And seeing somebody walk past you that looks like a whitefish that should be laying on a beach or a shoreline somewhere, that's not good. So I, cause I said that to Evo, I was like, dude, you need a tan, man. What are you like a vampire? <laughs> and uh, he's like, Hey, I got that day, whatever the Norwegian skin. I'm like, I don't care what it is. You need to darken that up a little bit. That That's blinding. And how you and your wife find each other. She probably just reaches right through. You're like Casper the ghost. You know, you, you got to get some color on that. So, uh, so no, I get it. I because if you're not, if you don't even at least have a little color and uh, at least have the bod that can go outside of the pool area. Uh, yeah, you don't go shirtless unless you're on a boat. Then you're on a boat. It's not bad unless, of course, now think about this. It's not so much yourself, but it's the people around you that have to look at you. Now think about this. If you don't have the man bod that can actually take a shirt off and walk around like that, okay, think about it. If you're leaning over and you're driving a boat, you got your arm up, got one arm down, maybe you're holding a beverage, or maybe you got one arm up in a wheel and you got the other arm on the throttle. Okay, right? You're with me? So you're leaning forward. You got the gut. Nobody needs to see you hitting waves with man boobs. All right? Nobody needs moves. That's what they're called, moves. Nobody needs that. 
Because you start flopping all around and people on the boat, you're like, what are you guys, seasick? And they're like, yeah, that's what it is. Because they're looking at your big ass and you're floppy all over the place. Nobody needs that. So poolside, get some color. And if you don't have the man bod, there is never a time in your life, unless, of course, you're by yourself in your own home, that you should be shirtless or pantsless. Just saying. It's like one of those rules. It's like knowing what a sport is. We know when you should and shouldn't be shirtless. Is that about cover it? I mean, yeah, perfectly. I guess I want to apologize to the listening audience. I didn't mean to bring it. I didn't mean this to transcend to today's show. You know, it's a Friday. Craig Council's on the show. It's supposed to be well, a festive day. I don't want to talk about dudes day. without their shirts. We have Craig Council coming on a little bit later on. Mike Clemens is going to be in studio with me, speaking of moobs. We're going to have just, I don't know, whatever goofiness, fun, frivolity that there is on a Friday. We'll talk a little Bucks basketball in the draft last night. I get all that. But when you bring it up, going into a weekend, I am simply here like a giant PSA. I am here to help. That's all I'm here for. So if you're going on a boat and you've got the floppies, then what you need to do is either slow down to an idle and don't be flopping all over waves or don't take your shirt off. If you're on the boat, though, and you're just kind of drinking, you're listening to music, and say, okay, you're cool with that. That's good. That's not bad. Or poolside, not bad either. But anything else, pretty much forbidden at this point. Unless you're in a car with tinted windows that nobody can see you. Then that's acceptable as well. There you go. Just saying. I guess our whole point was that if it's 100 degrees, those rules you just outlined should go out the window. Like a bar no, patio. Here's the thing: if you're if you're um, if it's a hundred degrees, now think about this because, and I learned this uh, actually. I learned this a while back. I was doing the uh, U.S. Women's Open. It was at Black Wolf Run, and I did an interview at the time with Nancy Lopez, and her and Herb Kohler were there promoting the event and such. And uh, I was talking to Nancy, and she was talking about the heat that weekend. It was in the mid nineties. And she talked about the Korean golfers. They all wear turtlenecks and long sleeves. And you're like, oh, my, you just, you were just, like, bursting into flames thinking about it, just watching them. And actually, when they wear that wicking material, it does keep you cooler. And I I didn't realize that. So I'm, I'm kind of like, wow, I, I didn't know. It, it's, it seems counterintuitive. But there's something to be said for it. So in 100-degree weather, to actually stay cooler, you wear like a wicking material. So there is never an instance where a dude should be going shirtless just because it's 100 degrees. Should never happen. Well, I, wish, about that I wish you were in with us because you would have differed greatly from what Grant yeah. and I were saying. Yeah, never. There's never, a, there's never a point. Oh, Grant probably just wants to take his clothes off anyway. Just run around lacrosse. Oh, there's Grant Pills again. <laughs> Look at him. He's over there. He's trying to push the uh, don't walk button without using his hands. Look at him. You know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, he's 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 crazy out there. But that that would be the uh, the there is no in there's no time other than poolside, maybe on a boat, in a tanning bed, something like that. Okay. But beyond that, no, no, no. I'm even against dudes in the gym with those they're not even shirts they're just those like things that they put over their head and they got the great big holes that go all the way down to the side and back up and they think they're cool look at me and most of the time they sound like they're crapping nipples showing so, no almost always yeah. yeah no no shouldn't happen 
That's the reason I left my other gym to go to, over to Planet Fitness because Planet Fitness, they don't allow that crap. Not usually, anyway. So that's because that and the fact that they just got equipment. I just go in, I get my workout in, and I, I get out of there. But that's one of the reasons I did that. Just because the gym I was at, it was just, you know, it was lunkheads, and they're sitting there drinking their 57 gallons worth of water on a in, out of a 50-gallon drum, and like they're oil tankers pulling, I'm going to hydrate. And, you know, the whole time they're flexing, and next thing you know, they poop their pants and have to go back to the locker room and change. So, yeah. There you go. You got a whole visual this morning, didn't you? Ooh, I mean, yeah, and Gray, uh, Graham Bills actually just texted me. He said, what the hell? I saw Craig Council on the Twitter video, so I clicked it, and I'm running around lacrosse naked. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, Grant Bills has got a hell of a weekend ahead of him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he does love bird watching. Oh, God. Uh, Brandon says, I work outside year-round, and I agree with you 100%. Never have to go shortless. Never. Never. There's no reason for it. Uh, Aaron says, uh, don't you hate cutoffs? Don't you hate on cutoffs, he said. Oh, I guess Aaron wears cutoffs. Now, what kind of cutoffs are you talking about? If you're wearing a Daisy Duke shorts, Aaron, and those are cut off, I don't need to see that either. I'm new. New. No. Cutoffs? Are you talking cut off shorts? Or are you talking cut off shirts? If you cut off the sleeves, that's one thing. Okay? I get it. I'm not a fan of it. It's from 1987, but okay. But if you're cutting that shirt all the way down the side, no. No. You're trying to do something there that's just, you, you're, you're just trying to be too hard. Ain't happening. All you do, you're the guy in a gym that people point at and go, look at this idiot. You could, because you probably look, if you think you got the bod for it in the gym, you probably look just as good in a regular shirt. Or if you really want to show it off, be man enough, wear one of those tight-fitting underarmers. Then you can do that. There you go. Oh, I'm going to be, you know, no. Ain't happening. Ah. Little Quipper over on Twitter has his undies in a bunch. Yep, it's a Friday. Uh, Mick says, holy crap, I had to pull over, spit coffee all over my dashboard. <laughs> Grand Bills <laughs> trying to push the walk button without using his hands. Oh, what a visual. Uh, well, you know, Mick, I'm, I'm here to please. You know? I don't, do you know Grant? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there you go. Uh, Zach says, hell of a start to the show so far. There you have it. Oh, what does Ebo talk about? Ebo talks about tanning uh, naked parts, right? Yeah, Grant Grant yeah, okay. chimed in again. He said, "I'm the naked one," but Ebo likes to yeah. post pictures of oh know, yeah, Ebo, tanning no, the under no, regions. No, I I I know. See, here's the thing with Ebo: he wears black shoes and black socks, which only accentuates the brightness of his pasty white Norwegian skin. If you're wearing white socks, you kind of look nerdy, you know, with a different color shoe or whatever. But when you wear black shoes and black socks and you are as pasty white as him. Now, I know. Where's, where's he at? He's at camping somewhere. I saw him with a skillet and burgers out in the middle like the wilderness. Yeah, he's he's out. He's off somewhere. Definitely he's was not out. here this morning. 
We're going to see him on the next episode of Hunting Bigfoot. <laughs> Hunted by Bigfoot. Hunted by Bigfoot. Yeah. You know, he talks a lot about how I'm sure in the woods he could, you know, he's man enough to go take Bigfoot. I think he's crazy enough to actually try to do it. Oh, God, that'd be great. You know what would be great is if somebody actually dressed up like Bigfoot and came running out of the woods as he was sleeping after him. <laughs> and we were filming it. Or if he called into the show live as he was getting mauled. Yes, it's true. It's all it's about true. show content. It's true. <laughs> oh, my God. So we got off to a weird start today. There you go. Uh, there is never a time. Uh, ladies, you can uh, concur with me. Never a time men should go shirtless. Unless you got uh, unless you got the man for it, never. Poolside, yes. On a boat, yes. Only if you're going slow. Other than that, never. Never. If you're at home alone, that's okay. But don't press it up against the window. That's all we ask. Passing cars, careening off the road, crashing into poles, fires starting, electricity's out, the neighborhood's gone awry, all because you stuck your gut on a window. Nobody needs that. Just throwing it out there. Um, oh, geez. Uh, this one's from Matthew who says, uh, living up here in Verroca, what do you think about Ernie going shirtless? Oh, my God. Nobody needs that. Ernie doesn't need that. Ernie, I, I heard that Ernie ran around his house uh, a while back after coming out of the shower and saw got a glimpse of himself in a mirror, has now thrown all of his mirrors out the back door. They're, cr they're crashed all over the grass in the backyard. Just saying. Um, let's do this. Let's, we'll still step away. We'll put the show back on the rails. Come back. Talk a little bit about last night, the NBA draft. Brewers get a win. And after the win, coming into today, coming into today, how are you feeling about your brewers right now? I got into this discussion last night. I had a good uh, good talk last night. I was outside. I had some neighbors that had walked over and uh, just started talking brewers baseball. And uh, it, was, it was weird because it was like doing a talk show but standing there in your driveway doing it. You know, and, and it was it – was, because my question was, they're right now tied for the division lead. For all the problems they've had, they're tied for the division lead. What are you complaining about? So we're going to get into that. We'll get into that discussion. But when we come back, the NBA draft last night, John Horst uh, discusses their draft choice, what it is they were trying to do, what it is the Bucks are heading for. Stay tuned. Got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. couple of minutes by our, uh, our good friend and friend of the show, Craig Council, and uh, the manager of uh, your Milwaukee Brewers. I uh, want to remind you that, uh, hey, this time of year, uh, I'm telling you, you got the creepy crawlies, man. Could be some uh, bed bugs. It could be cockroaches. It could be ants. Or maybe you own a property. You just want to do preventative maintenance. 
Uh, it's a great way to do it. It's our friends at Milwaukee Bed Bug Pros. Milwaukee Bed Bug Pros. MilwaukeeBedBugPros.com, as a matter of fact. But uh, they don't show up in flashy vans with bugs all over them and let the neighbors know or anything like that. But uh, nevertheless, uh, it's uh, they they show up and they do it discreetly and they, they get it right the first time. If you got kids, no problem. Pets, no problem. All you got to do is give them a call. 414-877-5811. Ask for Michael. Our good friend Michael over there. I I had stink bugs years ago. Years ago when I moved in, and they came and gone. I think I've seen one over the last uh, maybe once a spring, but that's it. It's been awesome, and they are good people, reasonable too. That's the best part about it, and uh, just really really good. So, like I said, if you got dogs, no concern. If you got kids, no concern. They get it done. They get it done safely. Again, get a hold of our friends at Milwaukee Bed Bug Pro. Don't let the name Milwaukee fool you. They're all over the place. Call them four one four. 877-5811-414-877-5811. Ask for Michael over there. Get you taken care of. No problem. Going to be talking with Craig Council coming up here in just a few. So uh, just kind of he's wrapping up a meeting, and he'll be with us in just a minute or so. Uh, that's what they're telling us. So in the meantime, I want to remind you, coming up tomorrow, tomorrow uh, a benefit uh, that's going to help the fisher house out uh, it's called the sherwood forest forest bowman uh, it's a bow archery contest i guess uh, i've never been there and they've invited us out we're going to go out take a look at it they're doing it to raise funds for fisher house we're the benefactor so thanks everybody so much out there uh, for uh, being a part of this but it's on walnut road in sussex wisconsin and there's going to be the archery contest there's going to be raffle prizes food drinks all that kind of stuff but uh, from uh, 8 a.m. until noon, 1230-ish tomorrow, uh, we're going to be out uh, out there uh, playing, playing uh, you know, playing forestry, so to speak, with the bow and arrow and uh, getting it done. But it's all in benefit for the Fisher House of Wisconsin for taking care of military members, uh, veterans, uh, their family members and such at a time of need. And if you can make it out tomorrow, come on out. Come on out because it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, we're going to be talking with Craig Council coming up here. Uh, well, let's do this. Actually, the manager of uh, your Milwaukee Brewers. Good friend, long time. Craig Council now joining us on the phone. Craig, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, man. If I would have said to you at the beginning of the season with all the injuries, and I don't want to go through the list because you know them, but to be sitting here today tied for the top spot in the National League Central, would you have believed it or would you looked at your depth and went, yeah, I believe that? Well, yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm not very good at pre- predicting all that stuff. So it, you know, you, you play the games, uh, you, you know, you have to deal with what's in front of you. Um, and, and then you earn your record. And, and so that's where we're at. Um, you know, the, the in- injuries obviously are challenging for every team. Uh, we've, we've had that. We're on the heavy end this year. Um, it, 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 you're going to, it's going to happen to you sometimes. Um, and it's happened to us. So, you know, we got to play with what we got. We got to work hard to get these guys better. Um, and and we're, there are some positive signs. I think we're probably, you know, in the process of adding three players over the next five, you know, maybe four players over the next five or six days. And, and that's a good thing. Um, but that, that doesn't guarantee us wins. You know, we're still going to have to go out and, and, and beat really good teams that we're playing. How uh, encouraged were you after Woodruff's performance up with the Timber Rattlers? Yeah, I mean, from a health perspective, I think that's all we're worried about, really. Um, I, I think he's feeling good. Um, he's he's made a ton of progress, and so uh, he's ready to go, and uh, we're we're ready to welcome him back. 
And then uh, I got to ask you the conversation or the thought process. When you moved uh, Christian out of the third spot and a lot of fans are saying, well, he's just struggling. You got to move him down. You took the opposite and you moved him up. Was it a philosophical discussion with him about, hey, would you feel more comfortable in this position? Or did you just say, hey, I think it's better in leadoff. No pressure. Just get on base and just work the count the way you want to do it. How did that thought process go? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's 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 always easy to say, hey, move the struggling hitter down. Uh, that means another hitter moves up. Um, you know, right now, I don't think collectively, offensively, there's anybody that's really, um, you know, in a spot that's like – you know, is is crushing it, so to speak. You know, I think we've been kind of consistent throughout the group. We're getting production kind of up and down, um, but but nobody's having that you know incredible season necessarily. So, um, you know, it just really it's just a change of scenery for Christian. Almost that that was the thought of it, and, and there's no difference in how you take her at bats. I think his skill set right now uh, is conducive to the leadoff spot. He obviously is. He 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 takes his walks. He's a great base runner. Um, and and that's that's what we know about Christian, and it's not going to change. So, just a little bit of different perspective, and um, you know, I mean, I think it, it moved Rowdy up in the lineup, if anything, and that that was something we were a little, I was a little interested in doing. Yeah, Rowdy. I mean, we were talking about this the other day that when you look at the perspective of salaries and bang for your buck, my God, Rowdy Telez, he is just uh, he's done everything you've asked him to do, has he not? Yeah, I mean, he's been really consistent for us. He's played kind of a sneaky, really good defense for us. Um, uh, re- very good at receiving baseballs and kind of taking errors off the board from infielders. So he's had a nice season, and this is uh, he's getting a chance to play for the first time every day, um, and, and he's doing a really good job of it. How difficult was the discussion the other day with Lorenzo Cain? Well, of course, it's, those are always hard conversations. Um you know, but I think you know you're, you you kind of you sense what's going on with the player and you watch Lorenzo kind of every day. And um, I, I think when we had the conversation, I think we both realized that it was it was the right thing, um, and, and it was time. Um, it's kind of the, the word we both used. Um, so um, you know, it, it's never easy. You know, whatever Lorenzo decides to do from here on forward. You know, if he's going to play or if if he's going to um, call it a career, it, you know, he was a great brewer. Um, he was a great major league baseball player, really fun major league baseball player to watch play. Um, and, and I applaud him for all that and for everything he accomplished. Uh, I'm going to go over to a young guy, and that's Keston Hero, who's had a lot of success when he's been sent down. He struggled a little bit coming up. Do you think for Keston it's just a matter of playing every day and getting into a rhythm and, and trying to get more at-bats in that sense? Or uh, Because obviously if you could figure it out and it was an e- easy answer, it would be an easy answer. But what do you think it is for Keston? Well, I mean, I think, first of all, AAA is an easier league to play in. Uh, you know, that that's number one. Um, and, and I I think that's that's really important to understand. Um, you know, you're not facing Corbin Burns in AAA, um, and and that's a big, and then you run into those guys uh, from time to time in, in the big leagues. And then, you know, look, Keston's Keston's kind of right teetering on the edge of like is, it's a contact issue, right? Um, he's there's he's having some trouble at times uh, with with the strikeouts, um, and. There, there are players that can do it that way, but you, then when you make contact, you have to do damage when you make contact, and and so it's 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 you're teetering that fine line as a player, um, and I think 
you know, Keston's shown some signs this year and, and some stretches, um, you know, consistent at bats. I, I think that's, that definitely is a solution. Um, but I think who is he taking at bats away from, I think is, is uh, you, you got to, you know, you got to have a place to take a bats away from. Is there a time that you kind of look forward down the road? I mean, I know you've said you take it a game at a time, but is there a time that you look down the road and you say, you know, barring anything unforeseen, this is about the time we're going to get our entire team back? No, I don't. I don't think about that at all. Um, I don't. I don't think that's productive uh, for us to do um, because that could be. You don't know when that's going to be, and there's no certainty that that ever happens. Going through your managerial career, Craig, I, I've known you a long time. And I was so happy that you got the job, and then ultimately you get the uh, the career wins lead as the Brewers, uh, you know, leader in wins for a manager. So, have you have you changed? How much has the game changed from the sabermetrics and the analyst side to just your gut feeling, knowing the game as a player? Well, you what you know what what you should do is you should use the information to make your gut better, because uh, your gut is really you you know, based on your experience and, and what you and your knowledge and what you've learned um, and information can help you learn, too. So you use the information to make your those decisions better. Every decision we make um, in life is essentially a gut decision. Uh, no matter even if we're looking at a piece that's got a number on it, you're still taking in other other, uh, you know, inputs to make the decision. So, um you know, you use information to make your decisions better. Um, and uh, to me, if you're not doing that, uh, you're not, you know, doing the de- you're doing the decision of disservice. You, you got to be better at make. If you're trying to be better at making decisions, you got to use all the inputs you can to make good decisions. Craig, always a pleasure. Glad you got the uh, the career wins record, and hopefully, uh, you keep stacking success. We were trying to figure out what it's going to take to put you in the Hall of Fame, so we're figuring a World Series win and about fifteen more hundred wins with the organization. So if you've got that in you, we'll talk again in about ten years, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, hey, we got a lot of years to go. Then, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bud. Keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate it, and we'll talk to you again later in the season. Okay. All right. Take care, Bill. Thanks. Thanks, Bill. Talk to you soon. There you go. That's Craig Council, manager of your Milwaukee Brewers, joining us for a couple of minutes and does not look down the road to the guys that are coming back, but he said we hope to get four or five guys back in the next week. Oh, really, so the next few days, but the next week when you start to kind of piece it all together. So you kind of knock on wood if you're a Brewers fan. Nobody else goes down. You continue to get progress out of Woodruff, Wong, you keep looking at the guys that you're hoping to get back, Ashby as well, and all of a sudden you're you're kind of sneaking back up into full strength category, and then who knows? But you know, again, he uh, like he said, I'm not a prognosticator when it comes to uh, thinking what we should and shouldn't be or what our records could and couldn't be. But uh, with all the injuries, everything they've had go on, they're sitting right now tied with the Cardinals, the top division, and those two teams have pretty much run away and hid with it. Uh, nobody else is even capable of catching up with them, uh, whether it's the Pirates, the Cubs, or the Reds. All of those teams are woefully behind. And uh, where they're at right now, um, you know, impressive. Uh, but uh, Craig Council joining us for a couple of minutes uh, on the hotline. We certainly appreciate his participation as well. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at the Water Doctors. John Atley and the gang, they got it going on. I love the Connecticut Water Softening System. Go to h2theletterodoctors.com. That is h2theletterodoctors.com. 
Bill.com. Stay tuned. We're going to wrap it up coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.